Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Driving More Show. Hi, I'm Paul and I'll be your host this evening, as I am most evenings, let's be honest, um, on the Driving More Show. Uh, it's a Monday at 8pm. Yes, that's when we try to come to you. I know I've been a bit on and off recently. Sorry about that, folks. It's all been work and, uh, and school holidays and all that kind of stuff has uh, really got in the um, the way of things. Um, but uh, yes, we're back and hopefully back into a uh, routine for that final run-in of four games into uh, the post-season that we have in Super Rugby. And that's where we're going to be keeping our focus this evening, um, talking about that uh, side of things. Some of the news that sort of kicked off um, over the uh, the last few weeks, I guess, really has been around the coaching side of things. Razor having finalised uh, his um, uh, assistant uh, coaching setup, meaning that the Blues, the Hurricanes and the Crusaders all are looking for new head coaches going into next season. So that'll be interesting to um, see who uh, the those three franchises can get to uh, take on their next head coaching role. Uh, historically, if you look at the Crusaders, they've taken on, basically the Canterbury ex-head coach um, has stepped up um, as the head coach for the um, Crusaders. Um, and we'll have to see uh, if uh, they um, uh, depart from that kind of uh, um, philosophy. Let's be honest; they've had very, they've had the fewest uh, kind of uh, uh, coaching changes in recent years, and sort of Blackadder followed by um, Razor, um, a very sort of stable setup down there um, for that one. Hurricanes, um, a lot more turnover there, and, and uh, I'm not sure who they're going to be able to get. I mean, Boyd and Rennie, um, two um, head coaches, two sort of coaches with Super Rugby experience, um, who have. Um, uh, said they're off to uh, Japan, or well, well, to Japan. They're going to say he's not interested in doing full-time um, role. Um, so, um, yeah, look at uh, it's it's be interesting to see who they can pick up. Up at the Blues, um, well, um, their um, um, Smith is uh, clearly uh, got to be the um, got to be who they're going to go for. You'd think um, as he hasn't um, as he was being partly was uh, helping out at um, the Blues um, and. Uh, then um, 
and has turned down uh, getting involved in the All Blacks post Rugby World Club, obviously involved with the All Blacks currently. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that one um, all pans out um, there. But lots of coaching changes um, going on. Um, good evening to those folks who join us in the old live chat. Don't forget you can join us on uh, YouTube um, and Facebook in the live channel. You can also watch live on Twitter. Chris, so Christopher and Simon there in the old uh, YouTube. So great to see have you guys um, joining us. Don't forget you can also listen to it as a podcast as well after the fact. Not only this show, but also the standoff, um, which is our NRL, NRL show that goes out at 8 p.m. on a Wednesday evening. Um. So, yeah, so let's look at uh, what happened last weekend um, and uh, in the old games, uh, as always, um, I've got my uh, stats that I'm going to share um, on screen for those of you who are watching the uh, live stream, watching the video, uh, re-recording. And for those on the old podcast, I'll try and talk through um, what um, we can see. So we kicked off the round with the um, Highlanders taking on the um, Chiefs, the Chiefs carry on their merry way with a 52 to 28 win um, over um, the um, uh, over the Highlanders um, there with um, that one and uh, good set piece from the um, Chiefs perfect scrum eight out of ten lineouts uh, there but it's that it's those line breaks topping the line breaks for the uh, comp for the week uh, week uh, weekend um, with uh, 12 there. Um, whereas the Highlanders topping the uh, charts for the number of missed tackles with 34 missed tackles. You can't be uh, give, uh, miss that many tackles against um, the Chiefs. They are going to punish you, as we saw with that uh, half century um, on there. Look, it was uh, pretty close heading into halftime, 14-21. The uh, Highlanders were in touch. Then a try um, just on halftime and a try straight after halftime. And suddenly it's 14-35. Um, and let's be honest, the game has gone um, and that's where it, where it went and um, the, the Chiefs made 178 tackles to 103 by the Highlanders but missed less less tackles only 28 uh, you've got to say that uh, yeah the, the Chiefs are building this on defence when we look at the table um, I'll show you when we look at the points for and against you can really see where the Chiefs are winning the uh, competition um, this year um, plenty of kicking as well and we'll look at the uh, the, um, the the season stats um uh, for, for each of the teams uh, and how they average um, across those pieces. But uh, um, sneak preview, the Chiefs are there um, with the most average kicks from hand uh, per game out of any of the teams. And so, again, kicking that ball away, um, defending strongly and saying we're going to play down your end of the pitch is uh, the uh, style they have uh, gone for. And then uh, that counter-attack off turnover ball or off um, uh, kick return um, scoring points. Uh, 26, sorry, 17 turnovers from the Highlanders. Not the worst of the weekend, but um, also, but at the upper end. So uh, that again also fed the, the Chiefs. Uh, the Fijian Drua uh, continuing on their fantastic home form, um, beating the um, Hurricanes 27 to 28, the um, upset, or the only upset really, um, of the, uh, the round. Um, should it be that much an upset? Not really sure. They lost at home to the Blues 14 to 30. But the home record, apart from that, beat the Rebels 38 to 28. So a 10 point win there. Beat the Crusaders 25 to 24, a one point win um, in that one. So um, a good home record so far. Um, and we will look at the, um, uh, the, the, the the games coming up for each of these kind of teams with only four rounds left. We look at the table. But um, 
Um, Alshua said in our in our live in our rugby chat that the Drua and Drua could go on to win their next their final four games. They've got the Force, Waratahs, Moana Pacifica, and Reds coming up. So um, a decent um, a decent run in there. Uh, but uh, look, with only two of those games at home, um, we'll I'll discuss what I think about them later. But uh, yeah, the, really good season for the um, and Drua. Uh, with only their second season in existence. Um, Simon making the point they need one more win um, to secure a playoff spot. Next up, the um, Crusaders against the Force and a lot of red against the Force in this one. They were the worst for points, scored the fewest points. They had the worst scrum with only winning half of it, four out of eight. The worst line out as well with uh, six out of nine. If you've got no platform off your set piece, you're not going to do very well um, against the Crusaders. Uh, again, only three line breaks from that get from the game, the worst of the um, the round. Um, similar to the Hurricanes, actually, Hurricanes generally are very good on line breaks. So um, the uh, Andrua really did contain the um, Hurricanes very um, very well. Uh, actually, let's go back to the Andrua one versus the Hurricanes. The Andrua uh, only eighty three tackles made um, during this game, and only fifteen kicks from hand. So the fewest number of kicks from hand, uh, and basically played uh, possession rugby. Um, which is what they've been doing all season. Um, now, they might, be, might be attacking in the right part of the pitch or having the ball territorially in the best place. Um, but um, if you've got the ball in the opposition, don't they can't score is kind of the theory there. Um, but it does mean if you do turn the ball over like they did 17 times, um, you are opening yourself up to uh, uh, to lose it. So you can weigh point, easy points as you're at the wrong end of the pitch. Um, moving in then to that Crusaders versus Force. As I say, the Force, um, no set piece uh, platform. Uh, and uh, really unable to break down that uh, Crusaders attack. Uh, the Crusaders kicked the most this round, 31 kicks from hand, um, and uh, um, but only had to make uh, what made 141 tackles, same as the uh, the uh, for the four 147, 148. Sorry, so um, it clearly even or similar amounts of possession there or attack or defence having to be done. Um, so uh, the Crusaders, yeah, might have kicked the ball away a lot, um, but uh, they also. Um, held on to it in the right sort of areas of the pitch. Ten line breaks, not a high, but a good number there to get their 48 points. Blues against Moana Pacifica, and Blues got out of jail with this one. Let's be honest, it took a penalty try on the buzzer, or after time was up, to win this one. Uh, big call by the ref. I'm not saying it was a wrong call, but I'm just saying, well done, ref, to make um, to having the uh, backbone to make that call. Um, it probably was correct. Uh, Moana Pacifica did collapse, uh, scrum did collapse, um, it was about, still about three or four metres out from the line, but um, was going backward to the right uh, right or right of knots. So, Moana um, Pacifica, so close. Um, kicking here, the Blues, the worst kicking of the uh, the round, um, and uh, not good kicking um, by Moana Pacifica either. And one of, one of the worst kicking teams, uh, as in kicking at sticks, um, in the uh, competition, and uh, really didn't help themselves um, with this one, um, with the... Um, Christian um, Leofano missing a conversion in the first half, then missing a, a penalty, and uh, Louis Lea also missing a penalty, a drop goal and a conversion. Um, and that's a conversion on 69 minutes would have been the would have put them um, eight points clear and too far for the Blues to come back from. Two late yellow cards on the 77 minutes and uh, after the buzzer um, really meant uh, the Blues were um, finished strongly. But boy, oh boy. They, uh, they left it late and uh, they left it tight against a team that hasn't won a game all season um, in that one. Um, 15 penalties, too many there by the Blues, but what, with 14 for um, Moana, 
Um, you've got to say that there wasn't actually that's uh, perhaps wasn't as damaging as it could have been. Um, and uh, the fewest number of turnovers by the Blues and the fewest number of missed tackles, only 14 missed tackles in this game. And they had to make 162. So um, one of the higher number of tackles to be made and missed the least. So um, a real um, a big shift by the Blues on defence. Um, but I guess probably surprised they had to do that uh, against uh, the bottom team in the uh, in the league. Um, Moana, um, most number of offloads there with 12, but not really converting that into line breaks. Um, with only five line breaks there. So, yes, so close and yet so far by from Warner Pacifica in that cross-town battle um, against the Blues. Um, next up, um, the Reds um, against the Waratahs. Really one that uh, the Waratahs won um, around the, the either side of... Um, Oh, sorry, what one in the, in, in the second half. 15 all at half time. It took a, a, a penalty after the buzzer for the Waratahs to even things up at 17 all. But um, they then pulled out to 17 32 um, with the three minutes left. So that late try after the buzzer, consolation try, making it perhaps look a bit closer than it really was um, as the Waratahs really dominated um, that um, second half. Um, not many line breaks for the um, Waratahs there, um, as, you can, uh, as you can see. Um, and uh, the Reds with a um, perfect line-out, um, so gave themselves a platform to play off, um, but uh, clearly um, uh, could not do enough. And again, another big shift defensively here. Waratahs, 151 tackles, only 86 by the Reds, um, but only missed 18, whereas the Reds missed 20. Um, so that gives you an idea there that, yes, the, um, the Reds missed a lot of tackles when you compare it to how many they had to make. Um, letting the Waratahs get that gain line, um, get uh, get going forwards um, and getting the points they needed um, to win this one. Final game of the round, Rebels versus the um, Brumbies. Um, and this is one that was uh, close up until um, around um, halftime. Heading um, towards halftime, it was uh, 14 all, um, but then a try, um, five minutes before halftime and a, and a try soon after halftime meant uh, the Brumbies jumped out to a 14 to 26 lead um, and they were gone um, at uh, that point. Brumbies, a massive amount of tackles, 200. Um, and as you see, that is a trend that they have had uh, during this uh, season. Only 18 kicks from hand, but still an awful lot of cat tackling. So they've not been kicking the ball away um, either. Um, but a huge shift there um, defensively um, for the Brumbies to win this one um, against uh, over in, in Melbourne, where the Rebels have been um, pretty decent this season. Not uh, Obviously not towards the top of the table, um, but uh, really have uh, uh, performing above expectations. Perfect scrum there, but the Rebels line out nine from 13, missing four um, missing four line outs. Uh, it's, uh, that's, hard. That's, that's not uh, good enough uh, against this uh, Brumbies team. Um, a few of those listening on the podcast, it's me taking a quick drink break there. Um, Rebels only seven penalties, but hey, um, it didn't uh, help them in this one um, where that, say, either side of half time, uh, they let this one slip um, and uh, the Brumbies um, continue on their merry way um, to uh, second in the uh, table. Um, so what can we learn? Uh, so let's a quick look at um, uh, at that table before I go on and look at the uh, season to date um, stats. Um, but uh, if we look at, um, as I say, the uh, the table, bring it up. There we go. 
the Chiefs top of their 10 wins from their 10 games. Um, clear at the top. 368 points scored is the most points scored by the by them. But look, it's not that much more than the Brumbies on 353 or the Blues on 348, really, or any of the other top competing sides, Crusaders 333, Hurricanes 345. I mean, they're all there within about 30 points. Um, so it's all pretty close on the um, the scoring um, between 47 and uh, 49 tries um, across those five teams. So um, all pretty similar um, on the attacking front. Um, the difference, though, it's on that defence. Um, they've only, what well, Chiefs only had 184 points. Um, the um, next best is 217 by the Blues, um, a good 30 points um, behind um, there. Um, so, uh, yeah, defensively, the Chiefs really have um, got themselves uh, in, a, in, uh, well, in a good position where, look, A, they're scoring points, but more importantly, they're not letting other teams score points. Um, and that is uh, what is um, ruling things here. Defence is kind of at the top and the bottom um, a key decider because, look, Moana Pacifica, 246 points. Um, pretty much, well, one more than the Western Force on 245, who've got three wins. Um, one Pacifica, no wins. But one Pacifica, 427 points allowed. The next worst is 366, again, Western Force. But that's nearly, that's, yeah, no, that's, that's 61 points um, more that um, Moana Pacifica have given up there. Um, 10 more tries than anyone else has allowed in. That's a try game. Um, that they're that they're allowing um, that other teams are not. So you start off with a tr with a try um, in the bank before you even start, uh, and that's gonna uh, that's really kind of hurt um, the um, uh, Moana Pacifica. As I say, they are scoring points. Um, Fiji and Drew have only scored four more points um, than um, the Moana Pacifica, um, and yet they're sat there in eighth in a playoff position, um, and Moana Pacifica are last with no wins. So um, just a few couple of key. Um, takeaways um, there from um, from from that one. Um, the Andrua, perhaps um, their Achilles heel is their lack of bonus points. Only got one bonus point so far. Um, so uh, that might hurt them um, come playoff tight or come come in, in, in that uh, decision. Who's going to end up 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th uh, in that uh, table? It did look like the Highlanders um, were nicely cruising into a, um, a playoff position, but now they're stuck down in 10th and out of um, the uh, playoffs. So um, it is very tight from 6th all the way down um, to 11th place. Just one win um, is um, the difference between them. But uh, it's an eight-point gap there because of those bonus points that uh, the Waratahs have picked up. Um, but um, only six points to divide the Reds in 7th and the uh, force in 11th. So um, still with four games to play, all to play for amongst those teams. Waratahs, with those extra bonus points, um, have uh, put themselves a little bit clear um, and uh, in the box seat. Obviously, there's a big gap of 11 points um, between um, the uh, Waratahs and the uh, Hurricanes there, um, which shows that big that gap, between uh, that gulf between the top five um, and uh, the rest. Well, um, well, the, well, the top five, um, the uh, next six, and then Moana Pacifica, um, you could argue, um, with um, with Moana Pacifica down there, 10 points behind um, Western Force with a, with a lack of, uh, with, with no wins um, at all, just three losing bonus points so far. Um, looking at the run-ins then of um, the various teams, 
Um, obviously, at the top there, you've got um, the Chiefs. Their final three games are going to host the Reds. Then they're going to host the Hurricanes before they travel to the to the Brumbies and to the Four. So you've got to say, um, with um, with the Chiefs' um, record so far, hosting the Reds and Hurricanes shouldn't prove to be too much of a difficulty for them. That trip to the Brumbies, though, who are in second place, that is a tough one for them. Um, but uh, you'd expect the Chiefs to get at least three wins um, there. If uh, and uh, the fact that they are already nine points clear means that you can see the Chiefs which should finish top of um, the table. Um, and you're not going to bet against them winning over in Canberra against the Brumbies either. Um, let's be honest. Um, the Brumbies run in. Um, they uh, host the Highlanders before they head over to Perth to face the fourths. And then they host the Chiefs um, and the Rebels. And again, um, you'd expect uh, the Brumbies, um, with their record, to be winning th at least three out of those games. Um, the uh, the one game that uh, is going to be an issue for them, clearly, is that visit of the uh, Chiefs. Otherwise, you know, they, they should be looking at three wins, um, which, is, which uh, should... Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Pretty well in, uh, uh, well, uh, for a home quarterfinal at the very least, if, uh, if not semifinal. On to the Blues then, and after their, what's been called a shaky performance or a shaky um, Blues, um, look, they're still third in the table. <laughs> um, 129 points uh, positive in their points difference. The Blues are going well. They've only lost three games so far. They're finished, though. They're travelling down to Christchurch to face the Crusaders before they play the Reds, the Hurricanes, and the Highlanders. The Hurricanes are at home. Um, so, uh, look, um the, um, that trip down to Christchurch is going to be a tough one. Um, I think the uh, most people will go with home advantage in that one. But the other three, um, the Reds and the Highlanders should be easy wins. That Hurricanes game um, could, uh, uh, but it's in it's at Eden Park. So the Blues should prevail in that one, especially when you hear what the Hurricanes running is. But we'll touch the Crusaders first. They've got the Blues we just talked about. And then um, uh, comfortable games against Moana Pacifica and the um, Waratahs. Um, before they finish with the away in Wellington um, against the Hurricanes. The Crusaders won't want to um, uh, be leaving it to that sort of stage, but with the Hurricanes horror, horror running, uh, that last game might not actually mean too much as far as standings in the tables. Because the Hurricanes, you've already heard of three of their games. They've got Moana Pacifica first up, which is going to be a five-pointer, you'd expect. But that then is followed up by travelling to the Chiefs, to the Blues, and then hosting the Crusaders. Um, Three games that uh, the Hurricanes are likely to lose, let's be honest. That 11-point gap 
to the Waratahs means I think they're going to finish fifth anyway. Uh, but uh, I think we're going to see the gap between the top four, uh, between fourth and fifth, open up um, over the final three rounds of um, the uh, competition. Into then the Waratahs. Uh, and what does their running look like? Well, they've got the uh, Rebels and the Fiji and Drua at home before they travel to the Crusaders and they have Moana Pacific at home. That should be three wins for the, more, for, for the um, Waratahs. And perhaps that 11-point uh, gap isn't too big to the Hurricanes. Could they slip up into, could they climb up into fifth? It would be a big turn up for the books. They could, but I'd say the Rebels at home, the Fiji and Drua at home. And remember, the um, the uh, Waratahs beat the Andrua 17 to 47, sorry, 17 to 46 um, in uh, the uh, Super Round in Melbourne. That was a uh, home game for the Andrua um, over the, there. But um, so, look, the Waratahs, a, a tidy run in um, and uh, definitely um, will be uh, involved in the uh, finals, probably, or well, definitely in a, in a, in a wake capacity, uh, but uh, they, they will be there. The Reds travelling to the Chiefs before they host the Blues, then they travel to the Highlanders, and then they travel to the Fiji and Andrew. The Reds could in, could end up with no wins from their last four games. Um, it uh, is a very tough run-in for them. Travelling to Fiji to play the Fiji and Andrew is very different to hosting them, which is what um, their rivals, the Waratahs, have got. Um, so uh, two teams that are close to each other in the table but could be heading in very different directions over the next th next four games. I say that's a very tough run in um, for the um, uh, for the Reds, um, especially they're travelling to the Highlands as well. The Andrew then, as I say, Ashwin um, mentioned that he reckoned they could get four wins in this one, um, but um, the uh, looking at it, travelling to the Force, look all the way over to Perth. Um, other teams have, tr have struggled with that one. If you look at the forces' wins um, that they've had um, so far um, this season at home, they beat the Highlanders 30 to 17. Um, they uh, beat one of Pacifica 21 18, um, and they beat um, the Rebels in the opening round 34 to um, 27. So the, um, the forces' home record um, has been very good. Um, so I think that's going to be a tough game. For the uh, uh, for the um, Andrew in that one, Simon says the Melbourne Rebels actually had the worst run uh, into uh, trying to get a playoff spot, um, and we'll get on to those guys um, in a um, in a second. So um, the Andrew say away to the Force, away to the Rotars. I think they'll lose both of those to be honest before they host Moana Pacifica and they host the Reds. Two wins at home. Um, you'd expect in the last two games when they've beaten teams like the Hurricanes and the Crusaders at home. Um, you'd, uh, that which, which should be enough to see the Andrew into um, the uh, the finals. But um, yeah, um, it's going to be, uh, well, so with two losses I'm expecting over the next two weekends, it's going to be a late one for them. Um, and there's going to be some nerves definitely going into those games. The Rebels then, um, as uh, Simon was talking about, their run-in, Look, they're not playing many of the top teams. They're travelling to the Waratahs, but then they're, they're travelling to the Highlanders. But so two teams that are competing with them for um, those places before they host the Force, and then they travel to the Brumbies. Uh, look, that game against the Brumbies, they'll be hoping the Brumbies have got nothing on the line of resting players. Um, but um, we'll have to wait and see what the situation is for the Brumbies there. But uh, yeah, those games again away to the Tars, away to the Highlanders, are going to be tough for the Rebels. At home, as I say, they've been pretty good. 
look, and they did beat Moana Pacifica away. Um, they lost the Fiji away. They lost to the Chiefs away. Um, and they lost the Force away in the opening round. So, look, they've had tough away games. Um, but so, so perhaps it's a bit harsh um, to judge their um, their away form. Um, but, um, yeah, I think that, uh, yeah, tough for the Rebels next, over the next two rounds, and um, which could see them slip out of uh, contention for the um, the playoffs if their only win is against um, the Force at home. The Highlanders, as I say, they were looking pretty in that uh, top eight, um, but losses to um, away, or losses at home um, to the Hurricanes, away to the Force, um, away to the Waratahs, and at home to the Chiefs have seen them slip out of there, and they are in trouble, let's be honest. They're travelling to the Brumbies next. <laughs> They're going to lose that game as well. Um, so the home games, it's the Rebels and the Reds, are massively important. They must win those two games because they, the final game against the Blues, look, I think the Blues are going to be wanting to win that one um, to try and fight for, uh, potentially fight for um, a home semi-final. I think that will actually matter, that game. Um, which means that, uh, yeah, the Rebel, the Highlanders in for a tough time facing two of the top four teams, two, two of the top four teams, um, or two of the top three teams currently, um, away from home. Those two are down as losses, you'd have to think. Um, whereas, uh, say, the Rebels um, and uh, the Reds at home are two. They must win, and they well, they should, and they should also win. The Force, look, home advantage and flying halfway across the country, or halfway across the, well, the all the way across the country, um, across time zones, is the Force's um, uh, strength. Um, and that's why I think against the Drua, they'll get the win. Then they've got the Brumbies at home out. That's going to be a tough game, but uh, will travel be enough before they travel to the Rebels um, and host the Chiefs at home? The Chiefs won't have anything to play for in that final game. They should be comb and dry, top seed. They're going to rest a lot of players. Um, so there is a potential for an upset um, in that last one for the Force. But um, yeah, um, tough running for the Force. I don't think they're going to be uh, challenging. Oh, they they uh, yeah, it's going to be touch and go whether they're going to be um, in the uh, playoffs, let's be honest. Finally, Moana Pacifica, can they get one win um, this season? Look, away to the Hurricanes, that's going to be tough. Hosting the Crusaders, oh dear. Away to the Fiji and Drua, oh, three, quite na three nasty games coming up for Moana Pacifica. Final game, um, away to the Waratahs. Look, yeah, I can't see where that win is going to come for the um, for Moana um, Let's uh, be honest. The only hope they can have is uh, that uh, the Waratahs aren't playing for anything in that final game, but uh, they could be playing for fifth place um, in that one. So, um, as I say, their running, the Waratahs running, um, is much nicer than the Hurricanes. If it goes wrong for the Hurricanes, um, then uh, the Waratahs might be looking at some, um, yeah, uh, uh, an important game there. So, tough one for them. That's how it all um, finishes up, folks, over the next uh, four rounds. Uh, um, the uh, if we have just a, um, a, a, a proper look at um, round 12, um, I think we are looking at, um, well, all home wins. Um, we've got the Chiefs up against the Reds, um, the Force hosting the Andrua, the Hurricanes um, against Moana Pacifica, the Crusaders hosting the Blues, the Waratahs hosting the Rebels, and the Brumbies hosting the Highlanders. Sure, there's a few there's a few opportunities for upsets there. The Blues could win down in Christchurch, Rules could beat the Waratahs, um, and the Andrua... Well, hey, if they travel well to over to Perth, they they definitely are good enough to get the win there. Um, but um, uh, but I say I think we're looking at six home wins um, from the six games this um, coming weekend. Um, 
finally, let's have a look at the um, stats that I mentioned I'd pulled up for the um, for the team's year to date um, that, uh, that I've been collecting. Um, and I've gone and given uh, highlighted sort of the the top teams and the worst and the worst teams or um, across these ones. Um, kicking from hand, um, the two teams that kick the most are the Chiefs and the Crusaders, averaging 26 and 25 kicks a game, respectively. Um, there, the two teams clearly decide that they're going to play in the right part of the pitch rather than play um, down um, their own end. Uh, in contrast, to that. Um, the uh, and drew a 15 kicks a game, 10 less than those two. Um, really playing ball in hand. Um, one Pacific and Rebels, the other two that uh, don't kick much, 19 kicks, still four more a game than the Andrua. But some, um, and uh, you think the uh, the plan there is to play possession rugby, therefore, you make less tackles. Uh, if we look across the number of tackles, funnily enough, um, the the, uh, the Andrua who make the least kicks also make the least tackles, only 100. Um, a game, or 106 a game. Um, the uh, but that doesn't work for one Pacific and the Rebels. So clearly their tactics aren't working quite so well. Um, perhaps uh, if that is what they are trying to do around the possession of rugby. On the offloads side of things, um, unsurprisingly, the uh, Drew up there with uh, 10 offloads a game, but leading the way is the Hurricanes with 12. There. Um, and they're the only one that actually managed to convert those offloads into um, line breaks um, in uh, there. One of the Pacific Rebels also trying a high offloading game. Um, the two teams where well, they're not kicking much. So those are the teams that are offloading the most, the least. Well, it's the Brumbies and the um, Chiefs. Um, but that's not stopping the Chiefs from leading the way on um, line breaks. So uh, obviously quick ball um, or good counterattack. Um, is uh, is just as important as um, offloads. And offloads at the end of the day are about getting quick ball, aren't they? Um, so, yeah, offloads there. So Brumby's the least, and then you've also got the Chiefs um, and the Highlanders not offloading much there. It's not helping the Island Highlanders, though, because the Highlanders, bottom of the line breaks, only 4.3 a game. Waratah's the other team that don't seem to be able to break that line and having a problem with their attack um, this season. Only 4.8 for the Waratahs. Unsurprisingly, um, those uh, teams that have been um, racking up the points, um, the, the uh, Chiefs and um, the Blues leading the way, actually with 7.9, but um, uh, the uh, your, your, your top teams, the top three teams in um, in, in, in points scored, 368 for the Chiefs, for the, for the um, uh, sorry, no, that's, uh, that's not fair on the Brumbies, 368 for the Chiefs, 350, uh, 346 for the uh, Blues and the Hurricanes on uh, 345, uh, unsurprisingly, there amongst the top line breaks. The Brumbies, only 5.5 line breaks, but still 530, 353 points scored is the second highest. So they're scoring points now, obviously, line out malls spring to mind. Um, but um, yeah, they're doing it a different way. And that's one of the nice things about rugby is there are different ways to skin the cat. There isn't, isn't just one way of um, of playing. Um, turnovers, who are the turnover who, who uh, looks after the ball the best? Well, it's actually the Force um, and the Waratahs um, with only 12 turnovers a game. The worst, um, unsurprisingly, uh, well, well, perhaps not, um, you'd think would be the team that's struggling, but the Hurricanes actually um, at 16.7 is the most turnovers a game given up. Now, look, that attacking mindset of lots of offloads, lots of line breaks, um, and going for it there, 
clearly um, being part of that. The Rebels, the other team that turn over the ball a lot, 16.3. Um, again, if you're playing possession rugby, that is um, one of the issues you might have. Um, one thing that I talked about was um, when we're looking at the table is that the Chiefs are winning this because of defence. And that shows up here on missed tackles. Only 17 missed, 17.4 missed tackles a game. They are the best. The Blues second there um, with 18. So unsurprisingly, two of the top teams there. Um, Waratahs, perhaps surprisingly, on 20 um, are the other team that don't uh, miss many tackles. Um, and yet they're the team. And yet they're standing in sixth place there. Clearly, um, their problem is attack, not defence so much. Um, you'd, uh, you'd think, but they have given away 295 points, but um, which uh, is uh, is quite a few. Uh, it's more than all the other, more than the top five teams, um, for example. But uh, yeah, um, perhaps holding onto the ball with, those, with the high number of turnovers um, and the lack of line breaks uh, is putting a, a lot of stress on that defence. But they don't miss many tackles, um, even so. Um, the teams that do miss tackles, though. Um, the Highlanders, 29 tackles a game, the worst out of um, the league. Uh, and also, um, they're the team, one of the worst out of the leagues, and the number of tackles they have to make as well. Um, so, look, their lack of control of the ball, lack of lack, lack of game control, um, game management, is putting their defence under stress and they're missing tackles um, because of it. And that's a, that's obviously um, a part of their problems that they have. Um, and say, one of the, like the um, Waratahs, not making very many breaks, um, and perhaps that's also uh, hurting them uh, getting over that game line. Um, so lots of missed tackles there. The other team, Rebel, the Rebels, missed um, quite a few tackles. So lot high turnovers and missed tackles. That's going to make uh, yeah, make it for a tough day at the office um, for the uh, Rebels and uh, probably explains the, their position in the uh, table, even though the performances have been encouraging, i say, above perhaps what we expected. Um Number of tackles you have to make, as I say, that ball in hand philosophy of the Fijian Drua working there, only 106 tackles, 10 less than the next, which is the Reds with a 116. Um, the only one actually where they're not an average team. Everything else is just average from them. They're kind of middle of the park. Um, but um, uh, having to not make many tackles is uh, their one strength for the Reds. Not particularly bad in any other departments per se. The teams that are going through a lot of work well, the Brumbies, 148 tackles a game is the highest out of any of the teams. Um, so they're definitely putting their team through an awful lot of work. Um, and will that uh, tire them out um, and come towards the end of the season? Is that going to wear them out? We'll have to wait and see there. Lots of work on defence. The Force and the Highlanders are also racking up um, a, um, a, lot of, uh, um, a lot of tackles there, doing a lot of defending. Unsurprising for your 10th and 11th place teams in the uh, competition. You might think that the um, Moana Pacifica there with only 124, but look, they're one of the teams that don't kick much and try the, the ball in, try the possession philosophy rather than the territory philosophy, uh, which is probably what is leading to that uh, fewer number of tackles having to be made. But I say, that just puts them in the average category rather than um, a particularly low number. Who are the good boys? Who are the bad boys? Well, from the penalties point of view, the Rebels and the Brumbies are giving up the fewest penalties. They've got the best discipline, whereas the Force um, and the Waratahs have got the worst discipline at 12 there. But um, look, not that big a difference between 9 and 12 is the range um, that we have. A lot of teams sat there, obviously, on 10 and 11 um, penalties a uh, game. Finally, um, 
taking your points and uh, Moana Pacifica, 68.7%. Um, one of the worst kicking teams uh, when kicking sticks. And obviously that hurt them at the weekend um, against the Blues. Now, I thought the Blues would be um, in that crowd, but they're not their kind of average. Um, the Andrua and the Force are the other two teams that can't hit the side of a barn um, when uh, kicking off the tee. The good teams, the Brumbies, uh, the Rebels and the Waratahs are racking up points. Not really helping the, the uh, Rebels or the Waratahs necessarily maybe that much, um, but uh, the Brumbies um, um, were good with the uh, kicking. I just realised I missed one. The Highlanders, 84% actually is the best, um, so I've missed one there. Sorry, folks. Um, bad, uh, bad, bad of me to miss that one. So 84, actually, the Highlanders. Um, the one thing they are good at is kicking sticks. Um, well, if you're giving up other points, uh, that doesn't really help you too much. So, yeah, so I thought it was really interesting to have a look at those um, stats um, now that we're kind of, uh, uh, well, most of the way through the season and give you an idea as to some of the different game plans that of the, particularly around that kicking side of things, of the uh, Chiefs Crusaders compared to your um, Andrua uh, Moana Pacifica and uh, Rebels side of, um, of things. Anyway, I hope you're all staying safe. I hope you're all having, um, you're, you're all uh, enjoying the rugby that, uh, that you're watching. Um, with the Super Rugby that's going on. Uh, I'm also following my cycling as the uh, Giro d'Italia um, has uh, kicked, uh, kicked off or, 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 or cycled off, uh, pedalled off at the weekend. Um, so I'll be keeping an eye on that one. Um, but um, I'll be back hopefully next Monday as we get back into a bit of normality um, and uh, talking rugby with you. So uh, have a good week um, and enjoy your Super Rugby this coming weekend. <laughs>